0: There's nothing better for your health than good sleep. That's why Haverty's Furniture has partnered with the Scott Brothers to offer Scott Living mattresses. Now $250 off. Expect no pressure, just support from the Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com.
1: Back to Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines Big Sports Station. 1700 KBGG. Hey everybody, it's
2: our uh, final hours. We roll till 3 o'clock, Jimmy B and Trent. Uh, By the way, that guy I was thinking of, Morton Downey Jr. Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, he used to chain smoke. It was a terrible TV show, and it ran. It was popular for a, a year or two, but he was the forerunner of trash TV, like
3: Jerry Springer. Oh, okay. Shows like that. First show like that that I really remember was Donahue.
2: Oh no! This was a thousand times worse. Than yeah. Well, not I mean, those the, the, even the first
3: kind of. It was yeah. out in the mornings all yeah. the time. Yeah. Remember during the summer, sure. we only had three channels. So. Yeah, I know. Outside of Price no. is Right, there weren't very many other Morton things. More Downey on.
2: Jr. He would chain smoke the entire time. He fit it well. Died it a, was a different died, time. Died of
3: lung cancer. I still remember, you know, watching TV Eesh. and he'd be watching Carson and yeah, guys. Oh, they're like, smoking on right there, blowing heaters yeah, at each other. I know. <laughs> Well,
2: this guy doesn't do anything like that because he's in the uh, health business. Smooth transition,
3: Jimmy. B. thank you.
2: He wants you to stay in good shape. Uh, his name is Brian King. He is the uh, uh, co-owner and director at Aspen in the West Glen. Uh, great place for a good workout, and uh, he can take great care of you. How you doing, Brian?
4: Not too bad, fellas. How are you?
2: It's a good day. Uh, let's do a little uh, basketball commentary before we uh, get to the gym stuff. Um, You're a Hawk guy. Yep. Uh, Are you okay with what you have seen so far from the Hawks being such a young team with only one senior? Or would you like to see something different?
4: Oh, I'd say I liked them at the beginning of the season better than I like them right now. Okay. You know, they were a lot more competitive. But, you know, I don't... I guess yeah, I'd like to see him doing better, but you know I'm not a basketball coach. I just I'm just a fan, so of course I always want more. But yeah. Fran sees a whole lot more of it than I do, so I'll leave it up to the Fran man.
2: <laughs>
1: the Fran man,
3: the Fran
2: man, spoken like spoken like a true fan.
3: Well, this <laughs> team, you, you talk about the inconsistency, and that's to be expected. But I mean, I, I've already talked to many Hawkeye fans that are already thinking about the future and and the upside of this team, and, and we've been talking a lot this week with the uh, benefit coming up for Kenny Arnold, mm-hmm. the last team from Iowa to make the Final Four way back in 1980. You got the 79 team, the last one to win a Big Ten championship. With the way this young group has come together, I mean, is it crazy, crazy to start imagining a couple years down the road they'll be back in that position, or are you just waiting to get back to the NCAA tournament maybe next year?
4: I think I'd say the NCAA tournament because, you know, you still got that guy up north, Tom Izzo, and you got that guy up in Minnesota that I think they've got the ability to bring in some good guys. So I think focusing on the Big Ten championship would be a great starting point before we talk Final Four because that's just my mentality. I think we need to be the best in our conference and worry about the rest of the country.
2: Fair enough. Uh, you got a lot of good things going on at Aspen. Look, I was there working out yesterday, and uh, uh, I mean, the place is packed. Uh, yeah. what, what do you what are you doing anyway? What do you you are
4: you like giving the place away? Well right now we're running kind of a in honor of Valentine's Day, we kinda of call it our sweetheart special and it's add a friend or add a family member on for a dollar. So you've had a lot of significant others, a lot of wives, a lot of kids, things like that been adding on and uh when you get that type of atmosphere you get two or three people coming in at a time and it makes for Really good energy in the club and mm-hmm. getting more people can you know communicating with each other it just makes for a fun environment, especially when we got you know packed house so it makes it go smoother but it's, it's great you know we haven't had any complaints and it's been a been a good month so far
3: well, you guys got so many good deals. you mentioned the dollar add on for the family member, whatever it may be significant other uh what about some other membership options for people that uh, maybe just alone, looking for something on their own to go out there and do. tell us a little bit, Brian, about the membership options that you have there at aspen
4: so right now we've got three options at the West Glen location. We have a nine ninety five membership, and that gives you weights and cardio. We have a nineteen ninety five membership that's the same membership as our nine ninety five They're called our basic option. It's just you don't have an enrollment fee on the twenty dollars, okay. so if you don't have the cash up front, you know we make it make it right with you. And then our other option is a twenty four ninety five. That's a dollar to join, and you get all club access. You get Hickman, Merle Hay, Southeast 14th, and West Club. Oh,
2: any club, so it doesn't matter. So you could be working on uh, out in Ankeny someplace, and you want to roll in there for a hour workout after work, you can do that. I think Urban think they
3: have the big uh, basketball gym, things like that too. Urban yep, gym, yep, got
2: on Hickman, tennis and everything there, right?
4: Yeah, they got nine tennis courts, they got two basketball courts, they've got two child care services, got a yoga room, we got a group fitness room, we got a spin room, you know, we can kind of offer everything, we just got lots of rooms that can accommodate to everybody.
3: I've hooped it up a time or two at the end. Uh, oh, have you done that? The Urbandale. No. Good yeah. for you, man. Ball and hitting threes, yeah. not playing a lick of defense, that's my game. <laughs> ball <and>
4: hitting threes.
2: <laughs> well, look, he's playing on an eight-foot hoop with a Nerf ball, what do you expect?
4: You must be watching the NBA too much.
2: <laughs> you know that's not the case, Brian. <laughs> Brian at uh, at your club in the West Glen, uh, there is free parking, plenty of parking. Yes, yep, it's easy for anybody just to come in and get signed up, right?
4: That is correct. Come in here, we've got great sales guy by the name of Nick. He's very personable um, got myself and then our front desk. We've got a whole bunch of them that can help out too, so there's always someone here willing to help. All right, we'll give you
2: one more minute, pump it up one more time, and then we'll let you get back to work. Give everybody, a, give,
4: give, give everybody what the deal is. We got the Sweetheart Special right now. Add a family member on for $1 on any of our membership options, and then we've got our three regular memberships, $9.95, $19.95, $24.95. It's
2: always good, man, when we catch up with you. You have a great day, okay? You too, fellas. Take care. Thank you.
3: Brian King Goodbye. at Aspen, West Glenn. I just drive into the West Glen. It's right there. You can't miss it. Well, and uh, you didn't even talk about the biggest perk. You yeah. go to Aspen West Glen. Yeah, get to see Jimmy B there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a perk or not.
2: That might. That's why I'm not on the website. It might detour people from uh, from coming if that were the case. What's
3: the uh, What's the Jimmy B workout plan? You're You're a fit guy. I give you a hard time all the time. Yeah. Mine, uh, it consists of a couple runs a week, and I don't get very far. Okay. So what do you do? Is, is it weights? Is it a little cardio? What, what all entails? How do you, at 93 years old, stay in such good shape? I Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I do weights. Uh, I'll do my lifting.
2: Uh, generally, I'll roll through certain machines for arms, chest, mm-hmm. back, that sort, uh, probably at about Thirty-five to forty minutes. Yeah, um, I get my cardio most of the time in the winter because I go play tennis uh, gotcha. at Hickman in the winter time. Right. All right. So it's indoors. Uh, and then, but if I if I feel like I need to get some more cardio, I'll use the ellipse. Yeah. Or I'll run on the treadmill. You know, all that stuff is there.
3: Well, I know you've told. Well, you had a torn ACL. You've had all kinds I of have, things. So. Yeah. I just wondered if you did much on the treadmill anymore. No, or not. I still do. Yeah, yeah look, I had not. Only I tore my ACL
2: playing hoop, but after that, playing in a tennis tournament, I tore my groin. Ugh. and oh, that was awful. That was worse than the ACL. Yeah, because I couldn't move. You can't. You can't sit down. I was anchoring on television at the time, and did you I, have one of those uh, big inflatable donuts. I that didn't you sat know. On? It's not my butt. <laughs> It's my well, well, you said you couldn't sit down. Well, I, I could once I got there. <laughs> you were all right. So, yeah, the, you said to lower yourself the, down. The, my my partner who uh, she was a very nice lady who was the uh, co-anchor with me there. Mm-hmm. Once I could get up on the platform because the where the set was is up on risers, and then she would like have to hang on to me, and so I could put like my right leg out straight until I could sit on the chair and then slide underneath the desk. Once I was on the chair, the hour newscast was okay. And then when I got done, she'd have to lift me up again, and I'd have to limp back to my desk.
3: It's a good thing you're not a big guy. Oh, my gosh. That could have been uh, quite oh.
2: the scene. Oh, it's pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Well, it let's really get was. back
3: here to uh, the yeah. local scene Iowa State with the win last night Absolutely. against Kansas State. And yep. Yeah, we opened the show talking about it, but it just it changes. I think the perception of this team, mm-hmm. what they can be, what they can become, and the biggest part it was the start of the game last night in Solomon Young and what he did from a physicality standpoint, the way that he played in the second half and into overtime against Kansas, just just being that rim rim presence. You know, a guy that can go up there, block a shot, rim protector, right? He, he, I, I don't, I don't even s- the eighteen or what was it, eighteen to twelve last night. The the points and rebounds that he had, yes, that individually almost doesn't matter to me. It's more the fact that they have that physical presence now. It's not just about ah oh, here we go with our small ball again. Mm-hmm. That there are teams you just you can't play that way. You have to have
2: a guy in this conference, well, pretty much in any, anyway. in any conference, who can bang with the guys down low on the block. Right. And Iowa State doesn't have that. No. They just don't have that. Burton can do it some, but he's more of a, I want to take it to the basket or I'm going to spot up and shoot.
3: Well, and he's he's so important. He is. That you can't have him in that role playing the five for a long time. against. Yes, he gets in foul trouble. Right. You, you just can't do that. Yeah. So both Bowie and Holden were miscast in this role. Mm-hmm. They just were. And yeah. It's all they had. I get that, right? But they—they're not that kind of player. They're not a guy for 25 minutes a game that can be in there banging inside. They're, I agree. They're just not that way. Yeah,
2: Solomon Young and, and can they be kept, the guy.
3: They kept trying to trying to put that square peg and peg in a rolling hole, and it—it it didn't work. Right. And now here we come, mm-hmm. revelation. Yeah. Maybe, because I, I've been saying it all here, Jim. And even when they were going through the downtimes and the head scratchers, and losing at home to Cincinnati. And, yep early in conference play, get, getting down, what was it, 28-14 to Texas Tech. Yes. Like, what's, what's wrong with yeah, this team? Yeah, exactly. But I always believed in the talent. Monte Morris, Matt Thomas, Naslong, Burton. Burton, yeah. This is a very talented team. There's Coaches across the country would kill to have this kind of, mm-hmm. not just talent, but senior talent, yes. veteran talent, yes. guys that have played together, but there was a the missing component, and it was anything, any semblance of an inside game, maybe they found it. Well, and, I, and I think... You couple that with what they have, now for a while it seemed crazy to talk. Can they get back to a sweet sixteen? It's not crazy anymore. No. It's not crazy at all. No, no. If they have if they
2: have righted the ship where they are not the roller coaster, mm-hmm. which we have seen all season long. Yes. And that's the way we referred to it. Play great one night, suck pond water the next. Now they have put back to back games together. One a home win, the other a very good road win at a Kansas State that was desperate for a victory and couldn't get it. And now they are home against TCU, who beat them in Fort Worth, but this is more than a winnable game. Yes. They're going to be a a favorite in this contest. There's Mm -hmm. no question about it. And then on the road at Lubbock, look, Texas Tech is not going to fold their tent. Texas Tech just beat Baylor. Yeah. And took Kansas to the wire. Kansas won that game by one point. Right. So they're going to be playing with confidence as well. But you do what you need to do, and
3: next up is TCU, and you take care of business there, Trent. is going to be, I mean, kind of fighting for their tournament life. They, they will be, yes. This is how TCU finishes up. Not very easy. Their next three for the Horned Frogs at Iowa State Saturday at 5. Then they go to Kansas and West Virginia at Ooh. home after that. I mean, that's... That's their next three That's games. That's tough. Then they get Kansas State at home. They finish up at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Still, it's a road game to finish it up. So, I mean, I'm sure they look at this one. The opportunities are few and far between. TCU still needs to do more. Yes. To get to the tournament here. And you're one of Jamie Dixon, regardless, even if they fall apart here. He's done a
2: fabulous oh, job. He really has. I mean, is he coach of the year right now in the Big 12? <sighs> Boy. I mean, I know what Baylor's doing.
3: You know, Huggins, but, you got to talk and about. Hugg, certainly. And what Huggs has done,
2: he, but. Scott
3: Drew still, you got to yeah, talk about. I know, about. that's what
2: I'm saying. I know what Baylor's doing, but. Self gets it every year. Well, it's, see, that's. <laughs> but but is the job that Jamie Dixon has done at a team that couldn't win for squat mm-hmm. and turns them into a winner in his first year? I mean, he's doing it with. Guys that he really didn't recruit, except that one guy,
3: the the center kid. Mm-hmm. That's it. If they get to the tournament, they get even if they get to nine and nine, they're six and seven right now. Right. If they get to nine and nine. I think you do have to give it to Dixon. Wow. It probably is going to get him into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I think so. Like we saw Tubby last year, yes, a real surprising team mm-hmm. to get in there. And you now that's kind of the funny thing about Coach of the Year in general is it's not always about. You know the coach that maybe did the best job or won the conference title. It's maybe the one that just exceeded the expectations Tations, the most. Exactly, and that's the case I think with Jimmy yeah, Dixon. Yeah, <laughs> they're a laughingstock. Here's a, here's a team. And he's got a great class coming. He's next got a year. great class coming
2: next year. A couple they're, of top 100. Yeah, teams. they're going to really be good. Yeah. Uh, what about this too? Oklahoma State is now the team that you have to really look out for. They've they've they have flipped that switch. Mm-hmm. They won again last night. They were down in that game against TCU. They were. And came back and won that game, Trent. So now TCU is at 6 and 7. Oklahoma State is now 6 and 7. Weren't they 0 oh 6? I know they were 0 oh 5. 0 oh 5, oh and yeah. 5, 0 oh 6 right in there. And now they're 6 and 7. And they have exactly the same record. As uh,
3: TCU at seventeen and nine, and Juwan Evans, he was really good last night. Oh, I watched yeah. because the the Duke Virginia game kind of got away. Yeah, and. Yeah. As we were talking about yesterday, Duke's so compelling, but it's virgin- I, I just don't like watching Virginia. They, if, if
2: they fall behind their host, oh. they just the way they run their offensive sets and things, they just can't and get the, and back. The pack into line it. defense. Yeah. And the,
3: it's it's not entertaining basketball. No, it is not. No. Unless you're a fan of the team, yeah, because well, you just want to see winning, and mm-hmm. you can kind of you grow to like whatever style as long as you're winning. It is, you know, you look at Bennett Ball at Wisconsin, right? And remember. Before that, Wisconsin basketball was a quagmire. Awesome. It was just
1: bad.
2: Until awesome. really, Dick, Dick Bennett got there. Really
3: bad. So, you know, they kind of fell in line and into Bo Ryan. Right, yeah. He picked up the pace a little bit. They weren't loyal to Marymount of the 80s. No.
2: <laughs> oh No, nobody was.
3: They were a little bit quicker than Bennett Ball, but still. And you just, you grow to like what you see. Virginia fans, hey, go enjoy it. Yeah. Not the kind of basketball I want to watch. Not though, my favorite. No,
2: not my favorite either. All right, quick break. When we come back, uh, Ryan Van Bibber is going to join us, NFL editor for SB Nation. Jimmy B and DC, it's the Big Talker, 1700.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At dsmcredit.com.
5: We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit. With respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month, with zero down. Plus get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hanson Hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hanson Hyundai, and Clive. you need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly, zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit.
6: At Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Show off your favorite items with 7 quarter inch by 24 inch Dakota pre finished shelving in five wood grain finishes with four finished edges, only $3.55 each after 11% rebate. Stop waiting and start saving. With an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices now at Menards. Sale ends February 18th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
7: Save
0: big money at Menards.
6: Message and data rates may apply.
3: If you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 100 highly ranked degree programs 100% online. You'll earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits.
8: For information, text the word IMPACT to 35517.
3: Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 90% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University.
8: To learn more about ASU Online degrees, text IMPACT to 35517. Again, that's IMPACT to 35517.
7: Start your spring projects today with huge savings right now at Lowe's, where you'll find deals on everything you need to get your home ready for the season. So hurry into your neighborhood store today for great brands at great prices, like up to forty percent off during our Kitchen and Bath event. Plus, get up to thirty percent off select appliance special values. Get started with spring's biggest savings. Start with Lowe's. Event offer valid 29 through three twenty three. Appliance offer valid two fifteen through two twenty eight. Applies to select items. See store for details. U.S. only.
2: featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday,
3: beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
9: See you
1: soon. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG.
2: Welcome back in, everybody. We roll till uh, 3 o'clock. Nice to have Brian King on from Aspen. That was kind of fun with him. Ryan Van Bibber is a person that you have heard on this show uh, throughout, uh, what, all fall? And now into the winter. Uh, We didn't have anybody else to call, so we called him. It's not Uh, very
3: kind, Jim. Why uh, you got to be mean to uh, our
2: guests? He's the NFL (laughs) editor of SB Nation. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Hey, Ryan, how are you, man? Well, I, I'm i okay, I guess.
3: <laughs> what an introduction. I don't understand why he's got to be mean to our guest, but uh, Jimmy B does what Jimmy B does. Brian, My
0: favorite place
3: to talk football, and here, here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, that's, that's why we love having you on the show, Paul. <laughs> Well, Ryan, you know, the biggest off-season question, I think, is about just mm-hmm. quarterbacks. And, and there's a lot of moving parts here from Jimmy Garoppolo to Kirk Cousins, Tony Romo, what's going to happen? I mean, can you remember an off season quite like this where it seems like there's a lot of moving parts, and though maybe not the uber top five kind of quarterback, maybe moving shop, but a lot of good solid quarterbacks that could change fortunes. And can you remember an off season quite like this with quarterbacks? No, because, you know, usually when we get to this point,
0: it always looks like, oh, you know, you think that these guys could all be. Remember last year we thought Cutler might be, on the chopping block, finally mm-hmm. in Chicago, and all these other things are going on. But usually, what happens is you know teams franchise them or lock them down to a long-term deal, and everybody's happy. And and you know the you get a few days of possibility where they could be a free agent, but that really doesn't seem like it's going to be the case this year. So it's kind of exciting because this is a time for a uh, you know those teams that are you know maybe on the cusp, mm-hmm. maybe you know like uh, lacking a quarterback, maybe they're a quarterback away. If you can be at such a place in the NFL today, but, like, you know, you can, you can go out and get – I always call him the Matt Schaub thing because that's what – you know, remember when Houston a long time ago right. got Matt Schaub and, you know, they had a competent team around them and they were a viable, you know, sort of like low-level playoff team for a while there, and that's sort of the, the guys that are out there now.
2: Let me run Tony Romo. We'll start there because he's the most high-profile name. He says in an interview that he expects to get cut rather than traded. You Are you down with that as well?
0: Yeah, it's it's tough for Dallas to trade him because, you know, they would want something special in return. I mean, they're not just going to give him up for a fourth-round pick, and, and it's going to be hard to get more than that because of the way his contract is structured. It's going to leave Dallas, even with a trade, it's going to leave Dallas with a little bit of a hit, and it's the team that, you know, acquires them is going to take – is going to be on the hook for a pretty big contract that's not very uh, that's not team friendly in terms of how it lays out against the cap for the next couple of years. So I, uh, you know, the the best course of action in the NFL, as usual, is is the release there. So I think that'll really make it interesting because then you, you you get the bidding wars going on over it.
3: You know, Tony Romo. It's so odd, and the relationship with him and Jerry Jones, and some of the quotes we've seen recently from Jerry Jones that. Feels like he's like trying to fight his kid or something like that. <laughs> what an <laughs> odd relationship this is.
0: Yeah, you know, Jerry's different. That's true. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's no question about that. And He's um it seems like he's he takes such a personal interest in that. team. He always has. I mean, you go back to the the old Jimmy Johnson days, it it was there too, but uh he um you know, he he's the daddy, so to speak yeah. in that in
2: that locker room. Uh, If you ask who's your daddy, it's Jerry.
0: (laughs) And it's funny, you know, and the Cowboys have gotten much better over the last few years where he's taken less of an active role in that. I mean, he's still involved and still, you know, the famous where Roma was hurt and he ran down to the trainer's table that time a couple of years ago during a Sunday night football game. But, you know, now you get Stephen Jones is much more involved in the decision-making, the actual roster building and, and general manager sort of decision-making process. And, and, you know, you've seen the results of that on the field. <laughs>
2: so. Ryan Van Bibber is our guest NFL editor, SB Nation, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, this has got political overtones to it, but it involves the NFL. The governor of the state of Texas, Greg Abbott, has come out and threatened the NFL. Apparently Texas is looking at passing a similar bathroom bill that North Carolina has done. And we have seen how everybody has responded to that. The state has lost a billion dollars in revenue. And he apparently was threatening the NFL that if indeed they do pass that bill, you still have to come back here. I'm sure the NFL doesn't play like that.
0: Yeah, the the, the NFL usually doesn't take its orders from governors. They're usually more... Accustomed to sort of telling govern- governors and mayors sort of uh, what they're going to do to benefit the NFL, mm-hmm, so yes, we'll see what. I mean, that's an interesting showdown, and we'll see how it all shakes out in the end. But you know, given you know, given the kind of the pull that you know, make, not just Jerry Jones, obviously, but Bob McNair in that state as well, the, the pulls they have at the table with the NFL, and then the pull obviously that, that they have in the state of Texas as as, uh, as multi billionaires will be you know it sets up an interesting dynamic and i honestly i don't know enough about texas politics to, to tell you how that could shake out but i i would suspect that uh this is probably a fight that they don't want to get into with the nfl because it's just it's it's good business for them and then they right. need the nfl brings in money in texas I mean, i know it's not the only driver of revenue there by any means but you know they've got some uh you know they've got even when Missouri had two teams, they've got a lot more. The two teams in Texas have a lot more pull than they do than they do anywhere else.
3: Mm-hmm. Ryan, Let's uh, get back into the quarterbacks. I want to go next to Jimmy Garoppolo? A uh, lot of speculation about what it would take to pry him away from New England. Is it a foregone conclusion though that New England is going to shop him and going to be moving him, or is there a real chance? First of all, that you think he could be back in a Patriots uniform as the backup next year
0: a chance i mean you know new england it, by all accounts is willing to trade him but they're not gonna you know they're not gonna take a low ball offer just to get rid of him. they're mm-hmm. not in a position where they have to trade him or anything like that it's not a it's not a cap issue or anything like that for him now they want to keep i think that they're pretty confident that brady's got a few years left in him um and, and so that sort of sets that up and i think too you know don't undersell i think they think a lot of jacoby brissett too and mm-hmm. i think they feel like they have a competent backup and Jacoby Brissett that they can kind of, you know, that helps make Garoppolo expendable. But they're not, like I say, I don't think they're going to, they're not going to take a low ball offer for him either. So, I mean, it's going to take, you know, it's going to take a late first round pick to to get him. And I don't know that, uh, you know, the teams picking in the second half of the draft aren't the ones that are usually associated with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, you have like the Browns are the ones that, that are sort of the matchmakers on Twitter kind of keep linking back and forth to them. And I think that, you know, it's logical because they have two first-round picks. The second one is the 12th overall pick, and that's probably a little too high for Garoppolo. But it's something that they could sort of, you know, they can flip around or, uh, you know, make, you know, make a deal around that pick, and in, in, you know, maybe if they have to bring in another team or something like that. But I, you know, there's a good chance he moves. But then again, don't be surprised if he doesn't.
3: Well, here we've been hearing a lot about the Bears and their interest in Garoppolo, an Illinois guy, on top of it, uh, playing there at Eastern Illinois. You look at the connection there. Now, the Bears have the number three pick, and you know it seems like a steep price. But if Ryan Price, the pace, the GM of the Bears, says this guy is a franchise quarterback, this is a guy that's going to lead our team for the next eight to ten years. Maybe it's not too crazy to get up that three pick if that's what you really believe Garoppolo is.
0: Yeah, it's not. I mean, you know, you think about it, if you drafted one of the quarterbacks in the draft with number three, I think you, most teams are going to feel better about Jimmy Garoppolo than they are any of those guys, yes. you know, regardless of their ceiling or anything there's, you know, at least Garoppolo is at this point, he's a little bit more of a sure thing than Deshaun Watson or, or any of the other quarterbacks that are expected to go in the top part of this draft. So, you know, I, I think that's sort of the advantage you get into with trading the third pick for a guy like Garoppolo, but I'll tell you, you know, he's not necessarily the the number one Eastern Illinois product that comes to my mind when I think (laughs) about the Bears. I think Tony Romo, people people think I'm crazy when I say this, but don't sleep on it. I think Romo would not be a bad fit in Chicago at all. Now, I don't know if they want to take another chance on an older quarterback like that, but Chicago's a lot better team than they look like on the field. Chicago has a lot. It's much more of a plug-and-play situation for a guy like Romo than they keep that third overall pick and get an offensive lineman or another pass rusher. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you sign Alshon Jeffrey. They have oodles of cap space to deal with, so they don't have. To, it's not a money issue for Chicago at this point. You you bring him in. You you keep Alshon Jeffrey. You've got a good number one receiver for him to work with. You've got some weapons on offense there. You beef up the offensive line a little bit, which really isn't a terrible offensive no. line anyway. I mean, they looked worse down the stretch because they lost Kyle Long. But, you know, mm-hmm. overall, it's not a bad offensive line. And you, you make some upgrades there. You make some upgrades to the line. And you bring in some pass, pass rushing heft on and secondary help on defense. And suddenly you bring in Tony Romo, and you've got a contender.
2: Let me take you to another QB, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, the Bills didn't play him. He was hurt. He had, what, groin surgery. That's got to hurt. And, and yeah really uh is is he on anybody's lists or is it still out on him
0: he you know what buffalo's it's foolish if they let him go i mean i right. you know i know that they, they they signed this contract with him and it's not the most team friendly deal but considering what you pay quarterbacks and I, I think taylor was out of all the problems buffalo had it wasn't the quarterback you know i mean and, and it's hard to find a good solid young quarterback much less you know i don't know that he will ever play up to that you know that that you know the top 5 level type quarterback play but you know 20 million dollars for a, a stable quarterback situation is a, is you know that's just kind of the going rate right in the nfl now and and they ought to keep him because it's going to be harder to replace him than they than i think they think they think so it's a uh, You know, I think Taylor's a good fit for whoever wants to bring him in. You know, if Kaepernick, by all accounts, is probably going to opt out of his deal in San Francisco, he's an interesting fit for for Kyle Shanahan's offense and what Mm -hmm. he's done in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of teams that could bring in a guy like Taylor. Houston, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston kicked the tires on him. They probably can't afford him because of the Osweiler situation.
2: Would Houston kick the tires on Romo?
0: I think they would too. I think they'd be foolish not to. Again, it's just sort of how they fit fit that into the budget because they've got quite a bit of money committed to Osweiler and right. you know the thing is though it's it's really only a one-year problem for for the Texans because Osweiler's contract after this year it doesn't become so onerous and they can get rid of him without incurring too much of a you know hit in dead money and then you have a little more money set aside for a quarterback so gotcha. you know they're probably in a better situation where maybe they bring in a younger guy maybe that's not Maybe that's Garoppolo. Maybe that's you know some of the uh, you know uh, some of the flyer type guys that you don't, you don't have to pay twenty million. Taylor's going to command twenty million dollars on the market, and so maybe they they bring in somebody at the at that second tier that doesn't command that much money. But it's a uh, you know a lot of options out there, and, and Taylor's a good one. I, I would take Taylor over Kaepernick at this.
3: I'm with you there. I'm with you there, no doubt about it. All right, uh, we'll finish up here with you, Ryan, on Jay Cutler. You mentioned him, Chicago, a parting of ways, looks to be imminent. Where does Jay Cutler throw his next pass, and is he a starter wherever he lands, or is he going to have to toil as a backup?
0: I think he's definitely a starter. I mean, I think he's got another chance as a starter wherever he goes. Buffalo's another intriguing one. I don't know. I heard like I say, that I don't know that they should get rid of Taylor but I think Buffalo's an interesting fit. He's a I can't remember the coach's name, but uh his quarterback's coach in Denver is a coach in Buffalo. So there's okay. a connection there. All so right. you know, that's a team to keep an eye on. Um <clears throat> any team that has a lot of cap space, um you know, I don't think I think Cleveland's probably done with uh you know, the pricey veteran flyers after the RG3 experiment, but uh mm-hmm. You know, any teams that are in sort of that same situation could could take a chance on Cutler. I don't know. He, you know, he probably wants to. He'll say publicly that he wants to go to a contender if he's released, and understandably so, given where he's at in his career. But that might not be, uh, you know, an option for him.
2: Well, we're going to be tapping into your telephone a lot as we get set as the combine (laughs) gets closer and closer. So that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, it will be. I always tell people the combine. You actually get more. Free agency becomes a bigger story at the combine than the draft pick. So <laughs> interesting,
2: yeah, I like that. All right, man, thank you. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Okay,
3: Ryan Van Bibber, NFL editor, SB Nation. Good
2: stuff out of him.
3: We go from one Ryan to another. Ryan yeah. Fagan going to join us on the other side. College basketball talk with Ryan. We'll take a look here at the local level and the national scene next as we look around college basketball. It's Jimmy B and TC
1: News Talk. Sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700KBGG.com. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, Monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled. Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone
5: to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return interface and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17.
8: This
0: just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the 4 for 4 for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly?
4: Kind of like how a quarter pound
2: of beef should not be in the 4 for 4. Yet it
0: is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns?
6: No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii.
7: Start your spring projects today with huge savings right now at Lowe's Where you'll find deals on everything you need to get your home ready for the season So hurry into your neighborhood store today for great brands at great prices Like up to 40% off during our kitchen and bath event Plus get up to 30% off select appliance special values Get started with spring's biggest savings Start with Lowe's Event offer valid 29 through 323. Appliance offer valid 215 through 228. Applies to select items. See store for details. U.S. only.
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more.
3: And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty—a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
1: Talking sports with Jimmy B and T.C. Call the show now, 264-1700. Big sports on 1700 KBGG.
3: We continue on here on a Thursday. Jimmy B and T.C. with you on the Big Talker 1700. Well, we've talked it all, Jimmy B, yep. but uh, during this time of year, it's still about college basketball around here. Iowa State with a nice victory on the road against Kansas State. The Wildcats going the wrong way, and Maybe the Cyclones have figured out their big guy. We'll take a look at the local and the national level right now. He is Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News, and he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. What's up, Ryan?
8: Oh, it's a great time of the year, isn't it?
2: Oh, Ryan, you got to just be just chomping at the bit here with some of these games that we have had. We've had unbelievable college basketball games this year.
8: Yeah, I mean, we've had uh, uh, so many fun ones. I was down at the – in Durham the other day for Duke North Carolina, oh. you know that's a, a, rivalry game that's always fun. And this year there's a, a especially intense uh, meeting between those two teams to see Jason Taylor play the way he did in the second half. To see Grayson Allen do something, that was worthy of headlines that didn't involve the word trip was was a <laughs> lot of fun. So yeah, it's yeah. There, there've been and there've been games like that all over the all over the the country all year.
3: It's been a, a crazy year. There is one team still undefeated, Gonzaga, and. Uh, I posed the question a little bit earlier, and I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, the continued speculation about the West Coast Conference and outside of St. Mary's and maybe BYU not being very good, you know, San Francisco's decent, but you just haven't haven't seen the high level of competition over the course of two and a half, three months. How much of a factor should that be for Gonzaga when we get to the tournament?
8: Well, I mean, I think in terms of, Seeding, I think it's partially a factor, and I mean, I think we certainly saw that when the selection committee revealed its sneak peek. You could you make a very good case for um, Gonzaga as as a the number one overall seed? A good case for them. I have them as the number two overall seed behind Villanova, but we saw when the committee put them as the number four overall seed. I mean, that's a direct that, that's a direct slap at the, at the West Coast Conference because you look at what. Gonzaga did during the non-conference portion of the schedule, which is the part that they have some control over. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they beat Arizona on a neutral court. They beat Florida on a neutral court. They beat Iowa State on a neutral court. And some of those games were pretty close, but there's still good wins for Gonzaga. They beat Tennessee. They beat Akron's a team that is, is playing very well. And San Diego State isn't its usual San Diego State, but it's still a pretty good team that's in the top hundred of, of the, of most rating systems. So Gonzaga did what it needed to and the test that they've had in the West Coast Conference, I mean, they beat St. Mary's by 23 the first time. Right. Uh, they beat them by 10 the second time at St. Mary's. I mean, this is a, a Gonzaga team that, you know, we say this a lot, but they're, this is a team that is as well-prepared and talented enough to finally be that team that gets to the, the Final Four for the first time.
2: i am mm-hmm. I'm, I'm real curious then about some of the some of the top teams and how you and how you in your mind believe that they will do once we get into tourney time. You referenced Duke. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about out west with Oregon and UCLA and Arizona. I'm curious about Kentucky, although they routed Tennessee the other night. Are they do you see some of the top teams as inconsistent? They're only good some nights, not as good other nights. Thus, that's when they get beat. How do you visualize, say, the top seven, eight teams?
8: Yeah, I think, uh, to me, it's Villanova's the best team in basketball. I think Villanova's the team that, in my mind, is the most consistent. They have all of the factors, all the pieces they need. Plus, so many of those guys were part of the team that won last year. You know, they're missing a couple of guys, but for the most part, they had I think it was like seven of their top nine players returned. To me, they're they're the hallmark. Now, I don't think they're the overwhelming favorites. I'm not saying it gives you like an 80% chance to win it all, but I think I put them at the top of the list. I think you also put, I mean, now that Duke is healthy,
0: mm-hmm.
8: now the Duke is healthy and they have everybody there, we're seeing Jason Tatum start to come on. You know, he scored 19 points in the second half of that game against North Carolina. He scored 28 at Virginia. I mean, Virginia is not a place where, opposing freshmen go in and score 28 points very often. Um, he's starting to play well. Emil Jefferson is finally healthy. Grayson Allen has put all that stuff behind him. Mike Krzyzewski has dealt with his back issue. He's he's back on the on the bench. This is a team that, for the first time all year, is healthy. And we've seen them now win six games in a row, including a couple of big road wins at Virginia, at Notre Dame, and, and that comeback against Wake Forest. So I think you put them there. I think out of... The Pac-12, if I had to rank the favorites, I would go Arizona, Oregon, UCLA. The problem with UCLA is the defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bruins can score probably better than any team in the country, but defensively, they're, they're just not good. I mean, anytime they face a good team with a good offense, they're going in there and they're putting up a lot of points. And they're, they're, they're running the offense very efficiently. They just haven't shown the consistency that makes me believe that they can be a team that is going to advance the the furthest up as far as the Pac-12 teams.
3: That Duke team is just so compelling, and even for us here in our outpost in Iowa, yeah. it's just the, the storylines with that team are so intriguing. And now we look at uh, another part of the triangle. Mark Gottfried earlier this afternoon yeah. is uh, going to finish out the season. So we had this come up earlier. We're talking about Illinois. It looks like John Gross is also going to be out. Both programs that have had... Good levels of success, though recently hasn't been at the level that I think at least the fan bases for both Illinois and NC State do expect. Right now, as it's currently constructed with the obstacles at both places, what's a better job, Illinois or NC State?
8: That's a great question. I think when you're looking at, I'll take it this way, when you're looking at NC State, this is as good of a time as any for a coach to take over that program because it's been a disappointment. I, I don't think anyone expects the new coach to come in and, you know, be a top 10 team next year. But you also have this idea that even though Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams are not retiring in the next year or two, you know, K is 70. Roy is, I think, 67, just about 67. They're not going to be there for another 10 years. So you have a chance as, um, you know, as, as a new NC State coach to come in there And have a year or two to build your program and then get it ready to compete with whoever is the next coach at each of those schools. So I think it's an opportunity maybe that a guy like Mark Godfrey didn't have. You know, obviously Godfrey had his own issues um, with with losing some games in the regular season every single year that kind of made you scratch your head. On the other hand, you know, you have Illinois, and I really thought, I I will admit, I, I thought that they made the right hire. You know, coming out of Ohio, I thought John was a, uh, a rising star in the coaching industry. Mm-hmm. And you still have um, a lot of talent coming out of Chicago. If they can somehow finally harness that and get the best kids in Chicago to stay home and go to Illinois, I think that would be a big thing. And, you know, the the, the Big Ten is, is open right now. You know, there aren't the the, the powerhouses there. I and mean, we saw in the, the selection committee reveal there weren't any Big Ten teams in the, the top four seats. So I think there's an opportunity there as well.
2: What more does Northwestern have to do to get in, make sure that it's definitely in the tourney after they got beat at home last night by Maryland?
8: Yeah, that was, that was a missed opportunity. I don't think it was necessarily, I mean, it definitely wasn't devastating it would have been a nice feather to add to the cap. Cause right. the thing, the thing right now that, that Northwestern has going for it is it's worst loss. Worst loss is to Illinois at home. It's not a good loss, but Illinois is a team that has been in the bubble discussion. You know, I think what they really need to do is they can't lose at home to Rutgers this weekend. If they lose at home to Rutgers, which I don't expect to happen, but if that happens, that's when you start to say, uh uh-oh. Because the resume has some nice wins, but it's not bulletproof yet. I mean, they have the win over Dayton. They have a nice win over Wake Forest. I think getting that win at Wisconsin was huge. That allows for a bit of a of a hiccup, but I think that, I mean, I, I think I think Northwestern is going to get in. I think they're getting solidly. I don't see any reason to expect that they will fall apart anytime um, over the next couple weeks. But the resume still is not bulletproof yet. They're not. They're not written in, as Seth Davis likes to say, they're not written in sharpie yet. They're still written in pencil in that in that uh, at-large bid.
3: Last from, from win, one for me here, Ryan. We're talking with Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News on College Basketball. Uh, at the local level, Iowa State, another road victory. They're fourth of the uh, Big 12 slate. Kansas, Kansas State among them. Had Baylor on the ropes on the road. His team has uh, actually proved to be maybe a little bit better on the road than they have been in Hilton. But here we are going into the stretch. They finally found a big man to work out inside with all the perimeter weapons that they have. Do you see Iowa State keep ascending with this senior group and a possibility of maybe making a run to the second weekend, or do you still see something amiss with the Cyclones?
8: Well, I mean, I I think they certainly have the pieces there. I think anytime you have a a point guard like Morris, I mean, you have a a very good chance of of advancing in the tournament. I mean, he's kind of everything you want in in a guy running your offense. You know, he takes care of the ball. He can knock down shots. He's the kind of player that you feel steadies them um, in the the pressure of a tournament, uh, you know, they, it's its weird to say, I mean, as you mentioned, they've almost played better on the road sometimes, which is strange because Hilton Magic is, is a thing that everyone talks about, not just there, but around the country, what they can do, um, some of the good teams that come in there. But to get the win at Kansas, I think, was huge because, I, look, let's, let's be honest, they weren't written in Sharpie either. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the win yep. at Kansas State makes a big difference too. And I'll say this the back of the bubble is really bad. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about teams. You're going to get teams that have 13 losses, maybe 14 losses get at large bids this year. That's going to happen. So I would say they would have had to fall off the map. They would have had to have a couple of just horrible weeks. But they hadn't done enough, I think, until that Kansas win, they didn't have that signature win to hang their resume on. That win um, in Lawrence... That, I think, just about did it. Winning at K State um, probably wrapped it up. I don't think there's any way they get into the, the five, six range, but I would imagine they go into the tournament right around that seven, eight, nine seed range. And then they're a team that, you know, number one seed doesn't really want to see them if they can at all avoid it because of the veterans the Cyclones do have.
2: Always great, pal, when we catch up with you. Great insight as always. Have a great weekend, man. You too. Thanks, guys. See you. There you go. Ryan Fagan, Sporting News. A little college basketball to wrap things up. Tonight, yeah. Zags get uh, the Dons. They do? The San Francisco Dons? Who are awful. They're, they're decent. Not, they're not good.
3: They beat Illinois State earlier this year. Jeez, that's incredible. They did. They're not bad. Okay. They're not bad. They beat Utah earlier Is Bill earlier Russell on that team? He is not. Oh, he is okay. not. I don't think he'd be very effective anymore. Just checking. No, no, okay. he's not there. Bill Cartwright on that team? No, no. He played at USF? He did, but no. no. Okay. Different squad. Oh, Different squad. Okay, Jimmy D. fair enough. We're in 2017. Sometimes you forget. Well, it, you know, everything's a little foggy. And Wisconsin tonight will be without Bronson Koenig. I saw that. Not going to play at Michigan this evening. Yeah. Six o'clock game for that one. So, you like Michigan in that game? Not really. Don't have a strong opinion on it. Okay. Probably a stay away for me, tonight. All right. Okay. They're favored by two and a half. Uh, I'd anticipate that line. Maybe he'll jump up a half point after the news of Koenig, but. Not a strong opinion one way or the All other right. with the Wolves and the Badgers.
2: Okay. Are we done? Are we, we are over? finished.
3: We're done? We're All right, finished. And tomorrow, bright and early, you're going to be starting at the Well. Back at Well tomorrow, Wells Fargo Arena tomorrow. It'll be the Class 3 and 1, a quarterfinal round starting at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll be here from noon until 2.30. Mm-hmm. Then back to the wrestling coverage here on 1700. We'll have it 1490 The Jock and martianmiller.com streaming for all our state wrestling coverage at the well. All right,
2: Marty and Miller are next.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Rockstar,
6: Bulb Guy Lighting, Adriana's Agency, Hay Guide Communications, One Oak Partners, Iowa Sheds, Southgate Lodge No. 657, Hammer Pharmacy, Trial Lawyers for Justice, Walsh Door and Hardware, Walsh Electronic Security, The Be-Utiful Initiative, U.S. Bank Payment Solutions, The Iowa Clinic, James Wolford State Farm and Lauren Campbell Photography. The Des Moines
1: East and South Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce online at DSM dsmeastsouthchamber.org.
9: See you soon.
0: This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the 4 for 4 for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees.
3: Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the 4 for 4. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any
0: other bee puns?
6: No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii.
7: Start your spring projects today at the Lowe's Spring Savings Event, where you'll find huge deals on everything you need to get your home ready for the season. So hurry into your neighborhood store today for great brands at great prices, like paint and primer starting at a new lower price of $17.98. Plus, get 15% off all Style Selection's laminate flooring. Get started with spring's biggest savings. Start with Lowe's. Paint offer valid 2 3 through four ten. Flooring offer valid 215 through two twenty two. 22 See store for details, U.S. only.
1: Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, this year I'm preparing my own taxes. Good for you. Yep, I'm going to be
7: accountable.
3: Right, well Staples can help with storage and filing supplies, plus software like QuickBooks and
7: TurboTax. Go on, you have my interest. And now get TurboTax for up to $15 off at Staples. Up to $15 bucks off TurboTax?
6: That'll pay handsome returns. Right. Thanks Staples guy, depreciate it. Uh-huh. Everything you need this tax season for
5: less, like up to $15 off TurboTax. Staples, make more happen. In-store only, it's 4
1: 1700 KBGG. Start off a good day with Doug Steffen from 5 to 9. Top of the hour news from Westwood One. And local updates from the 1700 Newsroom.